It's the High Powered Podcast. Lit conversations, debates, and advice that keep you turned up. Yo, 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 everybody. What's good? Welcome to the High Power Podcast, and I'm your beloved host, Princella the Queen Maker. Now, you always know we in the building, and we gonna bring the house down every time we come up in here. Now, last night, we had a very good time, and I hope y'all were able to sleep on the stuff that I presented to you last night. Now, if you've watched a few of my shows you know that I have that I'm a member of a poetry team a spoken word poetry team out here in Houston Texas called Soul Poetry and I've had a few of my teammates blessed the queen maker space with their presence so tonight I have another one of my teammates and he goes by the name of Midas Touch, but his name is Sean Bayon. So Sean Midas Touch Bayon is in the building. And I typically, when people come on, I let them choose what we're going to talk about. Now, everybody knows that if you're here, that I don't invite men to my platform. Typically, men invite themselves except the ones that I personally invite because I know them, right? So when I do invite guys on, I really don't be wanting them to talk about relationships and stuff like that. I kind of want them to stay on personal development and their own individual journey. But that's not what Mr. Bayon wants to talk about tonight. The Tonight Show is about black relationships and he had the right to pick the topic tonight, so that's what we're talking about. And so with no further ado, I want to bring my soul poetry team member, Sean Bayon, to the front. How you doing, brother? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me get that, let me get that mic on. It ain't on. Okay, there you go. <laughs> What's up, Queen? How you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Uh, thanks Thank for having me on the podcast. Thank you for making the time to come and bless the show with your presence. I appreciate it. Okay. Now, I've introduced you as a poet, and you are a poet. And so before we get into the relationship dynamics and all of that, I want you to tell my audience a little bit about yourself. Uh, So I started out... um, writing a book on relationships and uh, was sharing uh, daily posts on relationships. And somewhere along the line, I decided to make some of my points using a poem that grew. A friend of mine suggested that I should write a poetry book, which um, I had never intended on writing one or performing poetry. But in the quest to write the poetry book, another friend suggested that I should start performing so people would know my my art. So that they would buy my book. So then I was learning to write poems, to perform, then performing them as an entirely different animal and uh, in all of itself. So it just ballooned into this big thing. Uh, I became Midas Touch the Poet. Um, and the relationship book had to take a back burner. But here in the last year, I've, I've gotten back to it so that I need to finish it because I feel that it's definitely needed. So 
that's when I've been uh, been up to. Okay. All right. Well, I sure appreciate that. Now, every poet that come on here, they break the ice with a poem. All right. So I want them to know that we ain't got no shysty people and our poetry team ain't sketchy. So uh, show them what we got on soul poetry. Throw them something. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll do one of the, uh, the pieces that's uh, very popular. And this one is titled Bands, B-A-N-S, and it uh, stands for Bitch-Ass Niggas. I'm going to give the disclaimer to say that I didn't write it to bash men, but I really wrote it for all of the good brothers that are out there finding it difficult to date a woman because of the handful of brothers that are out there doing the most. So this piece is, uh, you know, it's that. So here we go. <laughs> I want to talk about bitch ass niggas. You know them always asking you for some ass type niggas but won't get their lazy ass up to go cut the grass type of nigga claiming he's a good catch. Ooh, you should have been quicker than that. Old catfishing ass nigga, small fry ass nigga should have thrown his ass back type of nigga. Because the truth of the matter is he's no better than the last nigga. Tell me this nigga. How do you get the nerve to talk about loyalty when you're more loyal to your football at home team than you are to your wife and kids at home team nigga? So quick to label her as a franchise player, but you still a player claiming free agency, bringing home new kids from other players that ain't on your own team. Ladies, see, that's a weak ass nigga. Walking around with his chest stuck out and all of that bravado, but why didn't you let her know that your ass was on the down low? Playing Russian roulette with AIDS, trying to dodge a sentence for death, just like Ray Caruse. I mean, switch hitting is what you do. By all means, do you, but bitch ass nigga just tell the truth. And for those of you, that's like a trial, child support for driving the binge, nigga. That's a bitch-ass move. And if you keep your new woman more fly than you do your own children, you that bitch-ass nigga I'm talking to. See, it's those type of niggas that got women thinking chivalry is dead. This players get chose mess has messed up their heads. So, ladies, if you can't grow a set of nuts and approach you with some substance, turn around and start strutting and leave his bitch-ass where he's staying. I'm about to expose him because they're acting like some adolescents growing through pubescence. They need to grow up and quit sucking on their mama's tits. But then again, check some of these so-called men for tits and estrogen because they want to be kept like they're some mistresses. Filling your head with fake images. But listen to this. Bitch-ass niggas are just like Instagram pictures. They only let you see them through the filters. Now pay attention to every nigga that just fell silent because when I start talking about bitch-ass niggas, they always get quiet. And it's the worst type. The worst type of nigga is one that'll put his hands on you. He's not man enough to keep his own business handled, but when he gets mad at the job, want to come home and manhandle you, telling you what you can and can't do. But I'm going to set it straight for all the bitch-ass niggas that don't appreciate a real woman that's been holding it down. When he can't show you no progress he's made, but wants you to background play, and when it's time for you to upgrade, he'll be the same bitch-ass nigga trying to pull you down. Then somehow, he thinks he's in a position to lead, but he failed to introduce the funds to the bills. So obviously this nigga don't know how to make ends meet. And if you ain't got nothing to bring to the table, bitch ass nigga, give up your seat. But if you let him tell it, he want to ride a die chick. When the plate's on the car, he drive and said, fly chick. If you ever bought a new ride, it's probably because a real woman co-signed it. But if you can't afford to pay for your own, how in the hell can you afford a side chick? Well, hold up. Let him tell it. He gonna ball out till he fall out, right? How can you ball out when you're living at your mama's house? All those buying rounds and emptied out your bank account. And now you're all in your feelings because she done put your bitch ass out. Causing trouble because she's dating other men now. Want to know who she's bringing around the kids now. On the outside looking in, wishes she let your bitch ass back in now. 
I got some advice for you, player. How about you step aside so this queen can have a chance to win now? Pray that the kids you neglected learn how to forgive now. And if you're tired of Midas Touch calling you a bitch-ass nigga, how about you do something different? Like to try and be a man now. There you go. Oh, look at that. Look at that. I keep telling y'all. So poetry, we ain't no weak ones, boy. We ain't no weak ones over here, soul poetry. That's one of my favorite poems that he got. Because let me tell y'all something. When we be on that stage, when he be on that stage at the improv, he bring the house down with that poem. He got another one. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. They, I, you got another one. The lion. The, that's a, another one of my favorite. The lion in the room. But if you, we gonna have, if you can do that one, we, I want you to do that one at the end. Now, okay. um, uh, now, I think everybody like your piece, right? Which they should. You okay. bring, you bring the heat. Okay. okay. Um, so now, let us go ahead and get into tonight's topic, the black relationship right. divide. I'm going to let you start that off and kind of bring, address what it is that you want to focus on in terms of these relationships. So there's plenty of platforms out there with with there's podcasts galore there's there's books there's facebook lives there's zoom lives and everybody's talking about relationships and marriage and whatnot but what i mostly see and if you take a step back and look at it i, I think most of you would, would agree if you actually observe there's a lot of finger pointing okay it's the men's fault it's the women's fault it's it's so on and so forth and it's that's not how you come to a resolution with anything, whether it's politics, whether it's a, a coaching philosophy, a teaching philosophy, philosophy, it's all the same. We have to start to be accountable to ourselves and then bring that, that heightened and enlightened self to the table to have a discussion about how we can move forward. So the way I look at it, my wife and I, when we talk, it's, I come to the table to reason with you, not to prove who's right or wrong. And so in, in the divide, we spend so much time speaking about what's going wrong. We don't speak about what can we do right, how to look for right. Some of the places that I go and I speak at when I speak to large audiences, mostly women. And one of the exercises I like to run is we give out a uh, legal sheet of paper and we ask them to write down all of the things they want in a relationship or a marriage. And it starts off great, about 10, 12 things. And then it very quickly transitions to all of the don't wants. And this is not, this is not to throw any shade at women because men will do the same thing. And what happens is you start to focus on everything you don't want. And when you learn to, for instance, uh, learn to ski, snow ski. Mm -hmm. The first thing they tell you is that when you're going down the slope, is don't look for the trees, look for the pathway, look for the opening so that you know where to go. If you look for the trees, you're going to hit a tree because it's the only thing that you focus on. So for me, the approach that I like to take and what I think we should all take is how do you find a way to navigate through this to get where you want to go versus stopping and focusing on everything that's going wrong? Mm -hmm. 
So mm-hmm. that's the uh, that's the crux of it. Okay. All right. So um, in terms how, um, and I think that's a very great analysis that you did, uh, especially with the the ski slope. I actually like that a lot uh, because it's very true. No matter no matter what you attach that to relationships, uh, building a business, you know, no matter what that, that, that holds true. Um, the, the problems that I see in relationships is this, is that people who are looking for relationships or getting in relationships, they're looking to get their needs met for free. That's all they're looking for. People are codependent and deficient and they are looking outside of themselves to get somebody else to fulfill their needs for free. And when you look at it, we can focus on women all day, but what's going to happen, what's going to happen is this. When one person is developing and fulfilling their own needs and not looking outside and making themselves better and the other party ain't, guess what you're going to have? You're going to have a relationship divide. And that's, Ultimately, what will happen, especially with with me being the ladies coach, because I don't fix men. I don't even talk to men and I don't care what they do because I understand that men have to figure it out on their own. And one thing about males is that they are codependent by nature, extremely codependent on women. So when women end up getting in relationships with them, women end up overexerting themselves to make a relationship work that ain't never going to work because operating in a, with her operating in codependency, looking to get her needs met, critical needs met, out of a male who is codependent that's looking for her to give it to him, both deficient parties will not be able to get their needs met or one of them is going to overcompensate and then drain themselves and be unhappy. So the key for women is to learn to fulfill her own needs, her own critical needs, because the things that she's looking for from a man, the fact of the matter is, is he is incapable of giving it to her. So I'm not a proponent of relationships. Because mm-hmm. relationships are for people who are deficient and and need somebody to fulfill their needs. They're not healthy. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree with some of that. On that, first, I'll back up and speak on the, the men in codependency. Uh, I would say there is a class of men that may be codependent. There is a certain group of men that are codependent. I I don't reside in that group and the men that are in my circle don't. And we don't surround ourselves with men who are codependent. Uh, everyone in my circle earns 120K plus. They're all in their children's lives. They're raising their kids. They're either professional or entrepreneurs. Uh, and we all lift each other up. We prayer circles. We have support systems for one another. So. It's in that sense, I I would say I would have to redirect that statement to that group of men um, that that are codependent. At the beginning, you said handful of men. Let me ask you this Mm -hmm. question out of the group that, you know, Mm -hmm. how, how many 
do you think it's a one-to-one? You think every woman in the world can get a, a, a male that, because you know codependency ain't got nothing to do with finances, right? You could have of you course. could have a million dollars and still be codependent. You be you you Correct. can be emotion. You can be even if you ain't a financial bomb, you can be a spiritual bomb. You can be an Correct. emotional bomb, right? You could be right. a person who, even though you got money, you don't take care of your health. So you are a health bomb where you are codependent on a woman to take care of all of your health needs, right? You might Correct. be codependent on a woman to take care of your business needs. See, codependency. Correct ain't just about finances correct but i did mention support systems prayer um being there for one another to to encourage also with our children in our homes so with codependency and again the gentlemen that run in my circle we don't have those problems and i don't surround myself with people who do because I know, but what they got to do with the around, majority of women, though, what they got to do with the majority. Well, so, of women. With the, so, so it it has everything to do with the majority of the women because the woman has to tune her own tune and hone her own skills to be able to pick those guys out. There isn't a one to one. We know that women outnumber men on the planet, and it's not ten to one, which is a very false statement. It is a two point three six. Last time I checked, like two point three women to every man on the planet. That's it. It's not some astronomical eight to 10. And if we start, if we start talking about statistics and things like that and say, oh, well, that doesn't account for the gay men, the men in jail, the men that are broke, all these other things, then we have to talk about the lesbians, the women who are bi, the women who don't work, the women who have multiple children by multiple men, that I don't care to get into those things because all it does is just start blame shifting and pointing the finger. What I do like to say is the same way with the slopes. Search for a man who is not codependent. Search for a man who has his own, who has his mind together. Search for a man who can enrich your life. And this is one of the biggest points in my book that I'm currently writing. It's all about enrichment. If someone comes into your life and your life is now burdened with no offset to benefit, acceptable benefit, then this person is not enriching your life. And if they're not enriching your life, then they don't need to be there. So instead of, you know, money is a big factor because if a man doesn't make enough money to satisfy the woman's needs, then he will fall short. And and, and I'm not mad at that because every man should bring something to the table financially. Every man should be able to hold his own. So I, I don't get mad at women for that. But when you go beyond that, what else is this gentleman bringing to your life that you can appreciate and will help you enjoy life better? I can go to the French Polynesia by myself, but I would much rather go with my wife, not because I have to, but because it's just great to look over and see somebody else's smile. Maybe she'll suggest something that I might not have thought about on that trip. So in life, those are things that we miss out when we isolate ourselves from other people. Now, before we attach ourselves to other people, we need to make sure that we are in the right state of mind and emotionally and spiritually sound before we try to, and, and I'll paraphrase off of what you said a while back, uh, just moments ago, 
when we're not there, when we're deficient, we expect someone else to come in and fill that void. I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. And so if we get ourselves together individually first, we are a better prospect for someone who's looking for that relationship or someone who's open to that relationship, I should say. Okay. That's where I'm on that. Okay. So women don't look for relationships, right? That's, that's what I'm, we don't look. That is not the nature of a woman. The nature of a man is to, his driving nature is to pursue a woman to pass his genes along. That's his driving nature. Men can't be alone by themselves, right? They are deficient in a lot of areas. And this is the majority of men. This ain't, we ain't talking about a select few who have done extreme amounts of personal development because what we're talking about are de highly developed males who transition into a level of manhood. Let me tell you something. It's very few people that reach the top of uh, Mount Everest. You gave ski example. I'm going to give you a pyramid example. The majority of people on any pyramid or mountain or hill are at the bottom. The person who makes it to the top is self-actualized, which is few and far in between. So I'm not teaching women to go out and look for no rare individual who has made it to the top of the pyramid because the majority of people are on the bottom. Now, since we are women and we are working on personal development to fulfill ourselves and become the best versions of ourselves, we don't need to talk about, well, it's women this because we ain't fucking women. We're not marrying women. We're not in relationships with them. We're in relationships. We, we are being pursued by men. And so here's the thing. Since men are the ones pursuing with a dick first, right? It's our job to be able to decipher the intentions of the male. See, I ain't talking about relationships because the problem here is women getting in relationships because society keep telling her she need to be in one because the true reality of this whole thing is really polygyny because men the majority of males were never meant to have a woman women were for the wait, few wait, uh, uh, i'm gonna have to go ahead. so one you're gonna uh I'll challenge that. You have to go back and show me statistics where you say the majority of men are not there. What metric did you use no, 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 the, to the, the, come the up nature, with that? The nature of That's a male. The nature of a male. You can look at science. As a matter of fact, I just did a whole show yesterday, yesterday, Friday, and it was rooted in this. Right. I pull up statistics. I pull up but science. 80, 83 percent of black men are married and married to black women. So I'm I'm sir, I'm at a loss for sir, that. Sir, you're talking. 83 percent of black men are married to black women. So sir, I'm like, whether well, the polygamy. I don't, that, I don't talk that, about I don't talk about black things. I talk about male and female race ain't even a factor in what I do. I'm, I've been off that pro black mess a long time ago. I don't even care. about. Well, it's, it's not pro black, but I'm just speaking on you're black. I'm black. The majority of your audience is black. That's why I, I use that. Right. Well, so, but so it's it's even higher when you include the other races. So I'm um, and the majority over 80% of divorces are initialized by women. But, but see, here's so, the thing. You're going, say, Sean, you're going, because see, I let you talk. I didn't interrupt you, all right? Mm -hmm. I want to finish getting out my point because here's the thing. 
women ain't divorcing men for nothing, right? Let's let, let's let's keep it mm-hmm. a book. Let's keep it a book. Men getting in relationships, they lying and cheating and all kind of stuff. I just watched a podcast today with 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 ladies telling their stories about their husbands and fiancés infecting them with HIV. I'm not finna play that game, all right? So the fact of the matter is uh, uh, monogamy is a farce. It is BS, all right? Only 3%, less, really less than 3% of all species are even monogamous. Three, less than 3%, right? So monogamy is bullshit, okay? And the fact of the matter is, under natural circumstances, without laws, law enforcement, and philosophy, because let me tell you something, marriage is, is, is a human creation, Right. Patriarchy is a human creation. It's not a natural creation. And under natural circumstances, without human interference, the majority of males would not have access to a woman. The majority of women would be flocking to a few men. That's the way that go. Now, in the climate, if you're looking, they they are talking about single lonely men everywhere there is a gender imbalance in china and in india with 70 million more males than females and they got a major crisis over there because those dudes can't find no women because it's so small so i don't i'm not talking about the the little small black i'm talking about the nature of a male and why relationships ain't working because men need women. All right. And they want to convince women that women need them as much as men need them, uh, need women. And it's just not the case. And so women are divorcing men under a lot of strength, emotional strength, neglect and everything. But we want to keep focusing on women need to fix this and that. And ain't nobody talking about men, what they need to do. People need to leave women alone and let women figure this out, develop themselves and stop focusing on women having to self-sacrifice to keep a relationship together with a male. And the male ain't doing nowhere near the amount of work that they expect a woman to do. Okay, there's there's a few things in there that I, I did not say that, that are being implied. One, I did not imply that women are the crux of the problem. I never said that, um, and, and I will never say that. Um, and you mentioned China, which is interesting because the reason China it has a shortage of women is because for decades, or actually a couple of centuries, the men over there focused on only the birth of young boys. They right. did not value the women. Right, but that, that is an extreme case. You, it's not you take because that, that's a that's, patriarchal that's philosophy that's an extreme that created case. That is, that is, It's not an extreme they, case because that's patriarchal philosophy that imputed that into people because that's even driven. Abrahamic religions are driven by patriarchal philosophy that diminishes the value of a woman and we are still under that programming the remnants of that programming the majority of people over here have been brought up under christianity which is patriarchal philosophy which is rooted in Mm -hmm. the woman not having much value and catering to a male everything is centered around a male in a relationship it ain't about the woman and so So, go ahead but so with with the patriarchy and patriarchy has its flaws, and I'm I'm not here to promote patriarchy. What I can call is 
you are taking something that was created thousands of years ago that was extreme up until maybe a hundred years ago no, maybe, you do maybe not even that far back no 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 but, the, I, the I, one child I, policy but I, I waited i allowed i, allowed you I to know speak, but though. you're saying that allowed, the one child policy ended in 2015 sean they just ended it's the one child they just ended the one child policy in china in 2015 that lasted from and, 1974 to 2015 what are you talking and about? That is, years and ago? that is in China. They didn't do that in the U.S. That is in China. That's extreme. That would that would be to say you could go back in Germany and speak about what the Nazis did to the Jews. Sir, it just ended. It just ended less than a hundred years sir, ago. Sir, that all but has a result of why people act and think and behave in the manner in which they do now. There is a okay, but I can but sir. I can also give you numbers. So you say women. I, this is a place that I didn't want to go in this conversation, but if you want to speak about it and you say that, well, women are getting divorced because they know they don't need men, that they can raise children alone, they can no, do that whatever. that ain't what I said. That ain't what I said. That is not well, what uh, I you said. said women, you, said women, you said women are divorcing because men are stank. Men are not doing this. Men I are said. not doing that. See, this is and, what, that's why we can't have a good conversation because you just put words well, in my I'm mouth, Sean. I'm with you. Y'all don't listen to women. You, you don't. I did. I did listen. No, I did listen to you. I did listen to you. And you said women. That ain't what stank. I said. Literal, 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 literal. It's literal. You didn't literally say stank. But you did paint the picture that the reason women are getting divorced is because the men aren't up to par. Did you men, not? Men are putting the. Did you not? Sir. Men are putting a majority of the work on women. They are emotionally emotionally neglectful. They're abusive in these relationships. I just told you that men was infecting their wives with HIV knowingly. Okay, and you got all these women on their stuff. That, that yes. is an extremely small percentage. Sir, that is, show sir, me the metrics. Sir, I will, you are I, paraphrasing sir, off of a podcast. See, show me metrics. Sir. Show me pull, numbers. Sir, do you want me to there pull up the- There are 33 million, yes, there I are 33 million- yeah, 33 million up, black people in the United all, States. Sir, this ain't about black people. I don't give a fuck about black people as an okay, individual. Okay, okay. Well, let's talk about it in general. In Show general, me the number, sir, the number of married people sir, in the United States. I what percentage give, of them have men that are infecting their wives sir, with HIV? There are a multitude of reasons. I you you see, this is what I, this is why it's hell having conversations with y'all. See, I'm just I, ha- no, no, I'm no, no, asking no, for sir, I'm asking you to I'm, validate I'm, what I'm you going, said. I'm a mute you if you keep t- over talking me while I'm trying to get it out because the fact of the matter, I just pulled up four different things. Four different mm-hmm. things, and you focused mm-hmm. on one thing. There are a multitude of reasons why women divorce you, and one of the number one reasons is the fact that men are neglectful and re- keep the majority of the labor on women. Women are working outside of the house, they're working in the house. This is a fact. And I could pull up 115 divorce studies, but see, you didn't hear that. You went to show me the numbers about men infecting women with HIV. There are a multitude of reasons why women are I divorcing talk, you, I and they ain't one got point to at a time. No, you one took the fourth, sir. You took the last thing that I said to try to paint and focus on that to skew what I'm talking about. There are a multitude of reasons why women are divorcing you, and they ain't divorcing you for nothing. Right. They ain't divorcing you for nothing. 
But this narrative y'all want to paint is that women are just filing for divorce for the fucking hell of it. 80 percent. Yeah, they are filing for divorce for the hell of it. No, that is not the case. And I'm not going to let you or nobody come on here, poetry team or no poetry team. You're not going to come on here and paint that bullshit and not listen to women's side. Because that's what I'm here for. We ain't trying to stick around. I do listen to the women's side. I'm asking for um, one point at a time. So you say that one of the reasons women are getting or divorcing men is because of this. uh, I'll call it an epidemic of men infecting their wives and fiance no i said i just show i said i just talked i just watched a podcast today with women telling their stories about men infecting Mm -hmm. them that is not the number one reason okay i didn't say it was the number one reason i said it was one of the reasons it's one of the reasons it's one of the reasons it's one of them and i'm asking and i'm asking for numbers sir you want me to give you numbers on something that ain't the number one reasons why don't you ask me the number for the number one reason instead of give me give me the number one reason sir i can pull up 115 divorce studies for 2022 and i can read them all the way down you want me to do that do you want me to do that? What because, is the number one reason? Sir, what sir, is the number one reason? Sir, what you not? I'm just asking no, for no, 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 no. You no, just told me to no, ask sir, what the number sir, one reason was. Sir, I'm asking sir, for it. Sir, I'm asked, I told you to ask that so that you ain't skewing to try to go to something that you know is a goddamn minority. Now, I can pull up 115 divorce statistic studies and go down the goddamn list of what they say. And I can pull it and I ain't got to go piece it together. Right. I can just go pull it up. All right. But the point of the matter is what I'm trying to get 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 through to my audience, because not through to you, because you got your whatever you think. But this idea that women are divorcing men for nothing is the narrative y'all trying to paint because y'all don't hear shit that women be saying. And it don't matter because you want to paint the illusion to get what y'all want. Right. See, a beautiful woman make y'all ego look good. Right. It ain't about her. It ain't about worshiping the ground she fucking walk on. It's about you. Right. And everything that y'all do is about you and feeding your ego. Because if it wasn't, you wouldn't brought up no shit where the majority, 54 percent of divorced women don't ever want to remarry again. But the majority of divorces I had, let me pull this up. Let me let you hear this because I, I finally uh, downloaded this. Finally found this. I'm going I'm to okay. play, play okay. this. Hold on so, one second. Hold can on. we go back? I, I asked you what were the numbers to that? That's sir, all I asked. Sir, you. let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And because I, I, First of that's, all, that's all sir, I asked. Because I, I, did, I sat here sir, and I sat through two minutes of you talking because, and I didn't say a word. I listened to you for two minutes straight. Hold on, let me do For two that. minutes straight. Hold on, let me do this. Let me tell y'all something, okay? Because I, I muted you, okay? Because ain't nobody finna come on my show and take control because a person, the person who's asking the questions is the one that's in the control. This is my show. You don't control nothing. Because if you wanted to know that, all you had to do is tell me this is where we're going, and I would have had the numbers up already. So now I got to go pull the numbers up, okay? I got to go pull the numbers up. All right. So the fact of the matter is, is this you not going to pull some macho wazoo and then turn around and paint the narrative like women are leaving you for nothing. 
You're not going to come control my show like that. This ain't red pill, and I don't care what men talking about, right? Because you ain't coming to talk to women about how to, to let men keep them. Because I'm making sure that women are inaccessible to men because women don't look for men. Men look for women, period. She ain't got to look for no relationship from no damn man because the community, women are the community. And wealth is within a community of women. She don't need no man to provide a motherfucking thing for her, right? Even your Bible say, you talk about praying to God and all that, even your Bible say it's not good for man to be alone. A man who finds a wife finds him a good thing. We ain't got to look for no damn man. That's y'all job. And her job is to be able to determine if you worthy of her motherfucking attention, not your attention. But let me go ahead and pull up these divorce statistics. Now, I'm going to read all these motherfuckers. I'm going to put them on the screen. I don't know if you looking at them from uh, your side or you got YouTube pulled up, but you'll be able to see it and I'm gonna put it on the screen so everybody can see. I don't do fast talking and I don't let nobody come and control the damn thing over here. Let me put that on the screen. All right. <clears throat> So y'all see the divorce statistics? I got them up there. Hold on. Put them so y'all can see. Okay. Okay, so these are divorce statistics. Over 115 studies, facts and rates for 2022. Okay? This ain't 100 years ago. It's 2022. Wow. Let's see. So I'm going to just read them all. In 2019, the marriage rate in the United States was 6.1 per 1,000 total population. In the same year, the divorce rate was the U.S. or uh, was the U.S. is 2.7 per 1,000 population with 44 states and D.C. reporting. This is known as the crude divorce rate. Although useful for de describing changes in divorces or divorce rates over time, the crude divorce rate does not provide accurate information on the percentage of first marriages that end in divorce. As of 2019, both marriage rates and divorce rates in the U.S. are decreasing, with the marriage rate dropping from 8.2 per 1,000 people in 2000 to 6.1 and the divorce rate from 4.0 in 2000 to 2.7. Recent studies have shown that millennials are choosing to wait longer to get married and staying married longer and are the main driver in the decline of both the marriage and divorce rate in the United States. U.S. divorce rate per 1,000 married women. Currently, the divorce rate per 1,000 married women is 16.9. Many experts feel that this is a much more accurate measure of true divorce rate than the crude rate. 
The divorce rate per 1,000 married women is nearly double that of 1960, but down from the all-time high of 22.6 in the early 1980s. Now, I just want to make a little caveat right there. In the 1960s, women couldn't do shit without being forced to do it through a man. They couldn't get a bank account. They couldn't get nothing in their own name. But in 1974, the uh, Credit Act came out, and you could no longer deny women credit. In, 19, in the early 1980s, that was the all-time highest divorce rate after that, 22.6. Yeah, women divorcing y'all for nothing. Right. Okay. Uh, Almost 50 percent of all marriages in the United States will end in divorce or separation. Researchers estimate that 41 percent of all first marriages end in divorce. 60 percent of second marriages end in divorce. Seventy three percent of all third marriages end in divorce. Now, I want to check on before I finish reading that. I want to play. I want to play something. Let's see, where is it? This guy, here, um, let me pull it up real quick. Percent of you listening to this are women, so you need to know this. If you're married and you're the first to die, it's very likely that your husband will be remarried or in a serious relationship within two years. A clinical psychiatry study showed that to be true for 61% of widowers. So if you have kids, how do you make sure that the money is protected for those kids from the new wife or the new ex-wife? Now, I just want to stop right there. This is an attorney. Within two years of a wife dying, the husband or is already in a new relationship. Because if anybody watched my show last night, you saw why that's the case. Because males need women. And I showed you that through science. Wasn't me talking and making up nothing. I showed you the science within two years. So now we're talking about 50% of all first marriages end in divorce, 60% of all second marriages ending in divorce. Um, then you got, where we at? Let me go back here. Go back. 73% of all third marriages ending in divorce. And these dudes are jumping from woman to woman. Quick. And there's so many women on here talking about how these dudes went from one from them to somebody else with the quickness after they done sucked them dry. So men get with women and suck them dry and women keep trying and letting them suck them dry. And then when they ain't got nothing else. Right. Oh, we going to blame you for choosing wrong. OK. All right. In the United States, the United States has the sixth highest divorce rate in the world. Here's the chart. Of the top 20, Russia, damn my eyes, Russia, Belarus, Gibraltar, the U.S., Moldova, Lithuania, Lithuania, Belgium, Cuba, Czech Republic, Ukraine, Switzerland, Bermuda, Jordan, Denmark, San Marino, Finland, Sweden, Costa Rica, Portugal, Hungary. Now, Russia, they rate is 4.8. The United States is 3.2. So this ain't, we, this ain't just the United States women divorcing. They divorcing everywhere. 
How often divorce takes place in the United States? This information was recalculated based on newly released divorce figures from the CDC for the uh, year 2019. The true figures are likely higher as the release only includes data from 44 reporting states. Every 42 seconds, there is one divorce in America. That equates to 86 divorces per hour, 2,046 divorces per day, 14,364 divorces per week, and 749,671 divorces per year. Every 16 seconds, there's a marriage in the U.S. That equates to 230 marriages per hour, 38,762 marriages per week, and 2 million 15,603 per year. There are nearly three divorces in the time it takes for a couple to recite their wedding vows. Two minutes. More than 172 divorces occur during your typical romantic comedy movie. That's two hours. 430 divorces happen during the average wedding reception. Five hours. There are 5,975,768 divorces over the courses of over the course of average first marriage that ends in divorce, eight years. Over a 40-year period, 67% of first marriages terminate. Among all Americans 18 years of age or older, whether they have been married or not, 25% have gone through a marital split. 15% of adult women in the United States are divorced or separated today compared with less than 1% in 1920. Less than 1% in 1920 because the woman ain't had no rights to provide for herself. So we talking about under, we talking about under certain controls which are unnatural, which do not count under force and brainwashing because when you remove those methods nature begins to take its course okay so um let's see the average first marriage that ends in divorce lasts about eight years median duration of first marriages that end in divorce males 7.8 years females 7.9 years median duration of second marriages males 7.3 years females six point eight years people wait an average of three years after a divorce to remarry if they remarry at all in 2011 only 29 out of every 1,000 of divorced or widowed women remarried listen to that y'all only 29 out of every 1,000 not 29 out of every 100, which would give you 29%. No, baby. 29 out of every 1,000 of divorced or widowed women remarried. I told you, the other statistics say 54% of divorced women do not ever want to remarry. There is a reason for that. Because the brain is wired for pleasure seeking and that which feel good to you, you don't want to stop doing. If marriage was so beneficial and felt so good to women, why the hell they don't want to keep doing it? We're not going to paint this 
picture that women just divorcing men for nothing. But we want to keep talking to women about what they need to do and not focusing on what men need to do. Who is getting divorced when and why? The average age for couples going through their first divorce is 30 years old. 60% of all divorces involve individuals aged 25 to, 20, to 39. Now that's interesting. 25 to 39, the brain, critical brain development stops at 25, which means that you are no longer a child in the mind. You are aware or have grown more into yourself. At this stage, 60% of all divorces during this age end in end. Divorces happen. Wives are the ones who most often file for divorce at 66% on average. The figure has soared to nearly 75% in some years. Five professions with highest divorce rates. Dancers, bartenders, massage therapists, gaming cage workers, and gaming service workers. Dancers, 43. Bartenders, 38. Massage therapists, 38.2. Gaming cage workers, 34.6. Gaming service workers, 31.3. Five, five professions with the lowest divorce rates. Farmers, farmers, right? Farmers who got to till the land and they so focused on keeping that goddamn land tilled that they need to help to till it. So that's tax benefits because we all know that farmers get tax benefits that regular motherfuckers don't get, right? Uh, podiatrists, clergy, optometrists and agricultural engineers u.s divorce rate by occupation we got a whole list here we go dancers bartenders massage therapists gaming cage workers gaming service workers food and tobacco machine operators telephone operators textile machine operators nurses home care aides entertainers Bell hops and concierge, telemarketers, wait staff, roofers, maids, correction uh, workers, law enforcement, doctors and surgeons, mechanical engineers, medical scientists, other scientists, legislators, audio, uh, audiologists, dentists, farmers, all of these are the lowest on the low end, dentists, farmers, podiatrists, clergy, optometrists, agricultural engineers. Agricultural engineers have the absolute lowest divorce rate at 1.78. How many of y'all know any agricultural engineers? Ver agricultural engineers versus dancers. Which one is in abundance? Which one is there more of? Of course, it's going to be more dancers than goddamn agri agricultural engineers. Okay. For instance, oh, bonus, law enforcement and police divorce rate is 14.47. 
Law enforcement and police divorce rate is 14.47, while the rate for corrections workers is 21.3. For instance, the groups with the most prolific experience of marriage ending in divorce are downscale adults. For instance, the groups with the most prolific experiences of marriages ending in divorce are downscale adults, adults making less than 20,000. Wait a minute. Hold on. Run that back. For instance, the groups with the most prolific experience of marriages ending in divorce are downscale adults. Adults making less than $20,000 a year annually. For real? I could have swore that the talking point in the manosphere is that women divorce men to take their money. But the majority of the people that's getting divorced or the most, pro, or the, the most prolific experience of marriages in the divorce, $20,000 or less a year. 39% baby boomers, 38% those aligned with non-Christian faith. Oh, this is key right here. Those aligned with non-Christian faith, 38%. Christianity is a philosophy. Yesterday, what did I tell y'all? Philosophy guides people's behaviors. And people stick in stuff based on the psychological programming that they were indoctrinated with. When you remove the programming, the artificial controls, nature begins to take its course. People who align with non-Christian faith, 38% of them are divorcing because they ain't standing no shit under the guise of God. I'm not going to let you keep hurting me. I'm not going to keep draining my energy and stand with you under the guise of God. 38%. African-Americans, 36%. And people who consider themselves to be liberal or social and political matters, 37%. Among the population segments with the lowest likelihood of having been divorced sub subsequent to marriage are Catholics, people with religious programming or religious philosophy, evangelicals, 26%, another religious philosophy, upscale adults making more than $75,000 a year annually. People who make more money and have more to lose in the split stay together longer. But the people who get in the most divorces don't make that much money, y'all. So the narrative that women are divorcing men to take their money is a lie. Asians, 20%, and those who deem themselves to be conservative on social and political matters, 28%. Those are the people who are less likely to get divorces due to philosophical reasons, and only one of them dealing with monetary reasons. Divorce rate by ethnic ethnicity for married women or for women. 1996, 25 to 29, white, uh, white. Women 19.7, 30 to 34, 26.1, 35 to 39, 32.2, 40 to 49, 40.8, 50 to 59 years, 36.1, 60 to 69 years, 26.6, and 70, uh, 70 plus 17.2. Now that's back in 1996. Let's 
moved to 2009. That rate decreased to, in 2009 for white women married 25 to 25, 29 years old, went down from 19.7 to 14.2. Went from 26.1 to 22.1, 30 to 34 years, 20, uh, 32.2 to 30, 27.6. All of the numbers decreased uh, along with how many marriages? Marriage and the marriage and divorce rate dropped as time went on, as I said earlier in the uh, in the whole get down. Let me see. Um, black, nineteen ninety six, fourteen point seven, which was less than white, which was less than white women in nineteen ninety six. But it uh, for 25 to 29 years old, 30 to 34 years old was 28. OK, um, which was a little bit more than white women in 1996. 40.7, 35 to 39 years old, 40.7 drastic increase. And that was more than uh, white women at between 35 and 39 years old. 44.5. To four, um, which was more than white women in 1996. 42 more than white women in 1996 for ages 50 to 59. 35.6, which was more than white women at 26.6 for 60 to 69 years of age. And then 70 years old in 1996 was 21.9 um, compared to 17.2. Those numbers are pretty much static in 20, um, 2009. Asian numbers are pretty low, 9.3, and it decreased to 1.3. Um, they numbers are pretty low. Now, military divorce. According to the Pentagon, the military divorce rate is 3.4% in the 2013 fiscal year. However, the rate was significantly higher in military women at 7.2. Now, one of the things about military folks, I'm, I'm ex-military. I've been, I see what military folks do. When military people get ready to go uh, overseas to a combat zone or whatever, baby, them people go and marry anybody. The game in the military for people who marry in the military is totally different because they are marrying each other so they can get more BAH, right, and go live off base, right? It's a whole monetary game why military folks get married. So those divorces are definitely going to be ending. I mean, those marriages definitely end, okay, because they're not, they not even dealing with people that they're compatible with anyway. That was a whole money grab most of the time. The divorce rate among enlisted troops was 3.8. Among officers, the divorce rate was 1.9. The Air Force has the highest divorce rate among enlisted troops of any military branch at 4.3. The divorce rate among U.S. Navy SEALs is over 90%. Now, Navy SEALs is a little bit different than everybody else because of the job they do. They're always gone and they have critical stuff that they have to do. And then when they go overseas and they get into some type of combat or that was critical, they come back jacked up. So the training 
keeps them and puts all that pressure in the woman by herself. So she divorced this dude for nothing, right? She by herself, she's basically a caged, she's basically caged property that you just throw in the corner. She can't, ain't got her freedom and this dude gone all the time. So she, didn't, she divorced for nothing, right? But that's 90% in U.S. Navy SEALs. Divorce rate in specific population uh, segments. The divorce rate among people 50 and older has doubled in the past 20 years. Wait a minute. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Run that back. The divorce rate among people 50 and older has doubled in the past 20 years, according to research by Bowling Green State University. Well, remember back in 1920, it was less than 1%. And we already knew what women couldn't do in 1920, what they couldn't, which they still couldn't do in 1960. But now that freedom and the controls that ain't forcing people to stay in shit that is draining and sucking them dry. Baby, that shit is over. Same sex divorce statistics. Let me show y'all this. Listen to this. About one percent of married same-sex couples get divorced. Hold on. Oh, hold on. About 1% of married same-sex couples get divorced each year while about 2% of married straight couples divorce. According to figures from the UK's Office of National Statistics, lesbian couples are nearly twice as likely to end a marriage or civil union than gay male couples. I really want to focus on that right there. Because I told y'all, I done told you, that philosophy is the guiding principles for behavior. And we are under patriarchal philosophy. Women are divided under patriarchal philosophy. So women have been taught to dislike each other and compete against each other. And you have, even in lesbian couples, you have the so-called masculine chick trying to act like the male, the natural born male. So according to figures from the UK's Office of National Statistics, lesbian couples are nearly twice as likely to end a marriage or civil union than gay male couples. It's already getting out there now. Uh, well, I don't know for me. Hold on. Because I can, I, when I get to pulling stuff up on the screen, I can no longer see my screen. But my camera should be back up. I don't know what's going on with Sean's camera. All right. Uh, if he even still on. I don't even know if he signed off. I don't know. But it's like this. This is why I did not want 
I just, I, I, I want to tell y'all, this is why I did not want people that I invite to come on my show. I don't want to talk about this stuff because you're going to make me go here. The people on my poetry team, if you are a male, I don't want you coming here talking about no relationships because you're going to make me come out the bag with this stuff. I want you to focus on yourself. I want people to take the conversation off of women. Men ain't got no damn business talking to women about what they need to do in relationships. Right? Hold on. Oh, you can't see me at all because I still got, I still got the, uh, I still got my other thing on, on here. But I told y'all, I told y'all yesterday, I told you yesterday at the end of the show, I told y'all this conversation was not going to go like Slight's conversation. I told y'all that. Right? And the reason it wasn't going to go like that, I told y'all why it wasn't going to go like that. I told him, yeah, he left. Of course he left. I didn't want him to come on here talking about this, but Sean, Sean got ego issues, man. Ego. They ain't got no business coming on my show talking about no damn relationships and women. You want you want to come here and control my platform with that narcissistic shit. Well, you give me the statistics. Listen, listen, I'll give you the statistics. But see, now you're going to sit here and listen to them all. You're going to listen to them all. But you don't want to hear them all because you want to blame women and, and focus on as if it's women that's the problem that relationships can't stay together and it's not the women that's the fucking problem. It is the philosophies that women think they need relationships with men when it's men who need relationships with them and they're trying to convince you to do everything so they can keep fucking sucking on you. That's why they keep talking about what you need to do in a relationship so that they can butter you up and fix you so that they can get their damn needs met on your back. Men ain't got no motherfucking business talking about no goddamn woman. And I don't want no man coming to my platform that I invite to come here and talk about a no, no women in relationships because you're going to make me come out the bag. Because I'm not playing with this. I'm not trying to put no relationships together. I'm trying to get women back in commune and ultimately, in the end, get them okay with polygyny. That's my ultimate goal because that's the nature of this shit. The majority of men was not supposed to have no fucking woman. It's anti-nature. That's anti-nature.
He ain't want to be here. He ain't want to hear. He didn't want to hear the divorce statistics. You, y'all, y'all saw he came in trying to manipulate this shit. I'm not finna let nobody manipulate my show. Now, the the manipulation started. Y'all saw it. That's why I don't need y'all. He did a poem. His poem was fire. But baby, don't be judging no man based on no motherfucking poem. Don't judge them based on how they look. Don't judge them based on how the fuck they dress. Don't none of that shit matter. None of that shit matter. What's here and what's here is what matter. The poem is dope. But is that, is that who he is? No, he gone. You see, he ain't here. The manipulation began when I started listing off a few things. When I started listing off the few things that cause women to divorce. That cause them to divorce. And the fourth thing that I said was I was watching a podcast and women was giving their stories about how men that they were married to infected them with HIV intentionally. He took that, fuck the other three things that I said, he took that because you know that's a small percentage and you want to try to manipulate this show and then try to take control, you ain't going to take control on my platform. I don't let men run a motherfucking thing. This is why I told I didn't want to talk about no relationships because I knew where this shit was going. I knew exactly where this shit was going. All I wanted them to do was come on here, spit a poem, and talk about personal development. Stay away from this relationship shit. Because I ain't want to have to do my poetry team member like that. And I was trying, I told, my, I told my assistant today, I told Lottie, I say, girl, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to do this because I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to hold back some and let it be. But I couldn't. I couldn't. Because y'all saw when I let him talk. And as soon as I start hitting on some cylinders, what he did. He started interrupting me. You saw the game? This is how it go. This is the mentality of a male. It don't matter how the fuck they look. They could be classy, suave, mouthpiece, all that shit. The same fucking mentality. Same goddamn mentality. That's exactly, Roxy, that's exactly what he did. He interrupted, start gaslighting. Men ain't got no motherfucking business talking to women about no goddamn relationships. As if women are, and then, it, here's the thing. You, you can see that it was ego. 
Instantly. I got I to gotta disagree with you right there. Because me and the people I know, this ain't about you. Then I give you the shit that's going on globally. Oh, that's just an outlier. That We're talking about 100 years ago. Sir, the one-child policy under patriarchal philosophy ended in 2015. That ain't no fucking 100 years ago. Oh, that's just a small, that's the extreme. Sir, that's a major extreme. Do you not understand there are 70 million more men than fucking women because of it? Then we're talking about, oh, I'm just talking about, uh-uh. You wanted the statistics? You think you're going to bully me? Like I ain't got my, like I can't go pull the facts? Baby, I'm prepared for this shit. I ain't got the piece shit together. I went and got to 115 goddamn studies. Raw. And I could just read them down. You don't, I'm built for this shit. You can't fuck with me. We're going to paint the fucking picture that we, I didn't even mention nothing about no divorces. Y'all saw that. I didn't even mention nothing about no damn divorce. He brought that up. As if women divorcing men for nothing. 80% of women, why? Why? Because I know we ain't finna paint that motherfucking bullshit. And then you want to paint it like, well, all the people I know, they make $120,000 a year. Sir, do you need me to pull up the average, the average income of a fucking black male? It ain't 115, it ain't 120,000. It ain't 120,000. So what the, fuck do, what the fuck the woman gonna do? Just get with a Dusty that you say ain't the one in abundance? Huh? Polygyny would have to be the goddamn way. What we talking about? The fuck we talking about? Then I, 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 I read the statistics that the most prolific divorces end when a motherfucker make $20,000 a year and less. They ass divorcing. So so this 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 narrative that women divorcing motherfuckers to take their money, what money? They make it so easy. They come up here and be a damn example. That's all they fucking do. And then they want to convince you that they the exception to the rule. That's exactly what he was doing. Trying to convince you. That he was this exception. Every single fucking dude. Khan Ali. Let me, let me read to some. Everybody remember when Khan Ali came on my shit? Well, look. A friend of Khan Ali sent me a damn message in my inbox. Listen to what this dude say. I'm friends with the guy, Ilkhan Ali, you interviewed two months ago. And I can truly say it was amazing to see him get called out by you. Dude is king toxic, down to his misogyny, homophobia, and all-out arrested development. Thank you for calling out the bullshit most of us men do. Most of us men do. 
to understand one's flaws is to learn to become better. But if someone thinks they know everything, then they will never grow. I support the message you send to women about knowing themselves outside the gaze of a man. Individuality means being unshackled to anyone. Keep doing your thing and many blessings to you in your journey. Ilkhan Ali brought his ass on my shit and tried to pretend to be one of these exceptions to the motherfucking rule. Delusional. Sean, same goddamn thing. The mentality is the same across the fucking board, no matter who they are. And I want y'all to see that you don't need to be falling for a motherfucking poem. You don't need to fall for no damn line. You don't need to fall for no motherfucking watch, no suit, no cologne, no none of that shit. Because it's all the motherfucking same. Stop buying into these goddamn illusions of a person. They are putting all this energy to convince you that you need a relationship because I showed you the science yesterday. They need you. They are eternally cold motherfucking dependent. That's why they ain't focusing on no damn dudes getting better in relationships. Because it ain't about you in the relationship. It's about cultivating your mind so that you can be what he need. That's a fact. He talking to you so they can cultivate you to be what a man need. They don't give a fuck about you. That's why they ain't focusing their conversations on men who need to fix their goddamn self. I made it clear that I didn't want none of my poetry members talking about no motherfucking relationships unless they was a woman. If you, the only person that I want to hear talking about a happy, successful relationship is a woman because these relationships are designed to cater to men. So if your ass is happy in a relationship, bitch, you supposed to be. The relationship is designed to cater to your every motherfucking need, but is she happy? That's who I want to hear from. I don't want to hear nothing about no relationship from no fucking man. I want, to, I want you to talk about yourself. Your accomplishments, what you had to do to achieve what you achieved. And he was insistent. On this conversation that I didn't want to fucking have because I knew this is where it was going. I knew unequivocally this is where the fuck it was going. <laughs> Women operate on feelings. There's always an end date. When the relationship starts with 3D women, all that game bullshit, they want you, they want you to be numb so they can keep sucking you dry and they want to do it under the guise of some fucking holy shit. But as soon as a man get his feelings hurt, this so-called unemotional motherfucker he want to hurt you. He want to take your life. He want to go cheat because you ain't fulfilling his needs and he felt lonely. Stop listening to these motherfuckers. Stop it. The relationship is over as soon as her feelings get. Let me keep doing the fuck shit to you. Under Jesus name. 
You, you, you heard him talking about we pray. Baby, Christianity finna be up out of this. Ain't nobody praying to who? Praying to who? The bullshit man God that don't exist? Hmm. All they do is come here and expose their damn self. That's all the fuck they do. Hey, man, I am a child of the creator. I am a child of the almighty. But see who y'all think the almighty is? You've been sold a lie. See, the almighty is the divine feminine, baby. It's a motherfucking woman. It ain't no motherfucking Jesus. It ain't, it ain't no man God. So if you think I'm finna bow down to a false man, God, that tell me to sacrifice myself for a male who shouldn't have no woman. You heard, you saw how quick that had triggered him. Did you see how quick it triggered him when I said every man wasn't supposed to have no woman? He cut me off real quick, didn't he? Because y'all know good and damn well every dude ain't supposed to be getting no pussy. If every dude was getting pussy, they wouldn't be having talking about no national crisis of single lonely men on all these fucking networks. You didn't do enough research. Because this is a global motherfucking crisis. You don't want me to push polygyny under the control of a woman. Huh? But you doing polygynous shit. When you marry a woman and then go fuck other women behind her back. I told him, Vonda, I told him I didn't want to have this conversation. I did not want to have this conversation because I wanted to keep this shit chill. I want to go hard on people who invite their motherfucking self. I want to rip your motherfucking throat out your, 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 your Adam's apple out your throat. I'm not one of the ones. I'm not disillusioned by no motherfucking looks, no cologne, no smooth talking. That shit don't mean a motherfucker to me. Because I see people for who they really fucking are. And I hear people for what they really saying. And I want you to be able to see that shit, too. They want to talk about choosing better. Listen, they want to tell you to choose better, but they don't want you to actually choose better because to actually choose better means that you got to be able to evaluate the fuck shit that they do and then X their ass off the motherfucking list. The choose better is just a trump card to blame you. That's it. It ain't about you actually choosing better because you got to be able to peep through. You got to be able to peep through muddy water and spot dry land. Peep through muddy water and spot dry land. I don't come here to play no games because I'm not trying to get women to be in relationships. I'm trying to get her 
to fulfill her own motherfucking needs and to level up by going back to the community of women. Start your sisterhoods back up. Commune with your sisters. Help each other get on. Help each other with business and shit. If you a caretaker or if you a daycare or whatever, y'all get y'all money up and then y'all take care of each other. Find people with skills that are in your area. Let me tell you, the community, community ain't all over Facebook and all over social media, baby. The community, you have to be in proximity, baby. You got to be in proximity. Help each other with, your ki- with, with kids because women were never meant to take care of kids by themselves. I got a friend. She's from Uganda. And she, she's married to, I think he's from Nigeria. But they live here in the United States. And when she had her son, they have a cultural practice in Uganda where the mother or, or, or the grandmother take care of the baby for three months. And the new mother don't just rest. The new mother just rests and her mother takes care of the baby for three months. The community is women. It ain't men. And y'all letting men divide you up by selling you some bullshit monogamous fantasy. I don't know why people keep asking, is he coming back? He voluntarily left the damn show. Why would he come back if he fell off? I didn't knock him off. He hung himself up. Why are we still even asking, is he coming back? If he was coming back, he'd call back. Now he ain't coming back. So sisterhoods, community, that's where it's at. It's not in men. Men ain't got shit to offer you. And then they want to sell you some pipe dream, $120,000. You know what women can create amongst themselves? A hell of a lot more than $120,000. Women working together can create a whole lot of motherfucking money. They don't need men. The wealth is in women. So why the fuck? I want y'all to understand. I want you to. Why the fuck would you trade a whole cake for a cookie? Explain that to me. Ladies, why the fuck would you trade in a cake for a cookie? Why the hell would you trade in a cake for a cookie? Why would you give up $100,000 for 20? Right? He ain't like them stats. Here's the thing. Don't ask me nothing like that and then think I'm not going to go pull the numbers. Because what you're not going to do is put me in no corner and keep over talking me. You're not going to put me in no corner and keep over talking me to prevent me from telling you so that you can take control of the narrative. You don't come on my platform and do that. 
Nobody does that. This my show. This my show, which is full of women. And men don't talk to my ladies. Let me tell y'all something. Because y'all might be saying, if you do come up in here and you might be let me tell you something. I'm the pimp in this motherfucker. Queen P is the pimp in this motherfucker. These my bitches. And you can't talk to them. You can't talk to them. Yeah. They safe with me. I don't know what you going to try to do to them. Yeah, I do. Going to try to suck the life out of them. And then throw them to the motherfucking curve. Well, that was a quick ass, even though it's been an hour and 38 minutes, that was kind of a quick ass show. So, uh, I guess if you want to, you can call in (laughs) and you can give your motherfucker what y'all was seeing on the other end. What y'all was seeing on the other end, because I was too busy reading the goddamn stats. I didn't know what the hell was happening. Put my phone number back up there. I ain't even play my commercial or nothing tonight. I didn't do nothing. I wasn't playing on this like I say, man. I ain't wanted to go like this. I did not want it to go like this, but I knew it was going to go like this. 832-627-6575, call the line. 832-627-6575, call the line. <laughs> I'm expo- they going to come here and they going to expose themselves, ladies. They will expose themselves. Unknown caller. Who am I speaking with? Peace, greetings, salutations, all the good stuff. This Jasmine Tamil. What's good, girl? What you got going? Okay, so you know how you had your intro. I left for like two seconds. I came back, and it was like, I guess he was doing the poem. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get the intro. I didn't get too much of his synapses or none of that. And I really feel bad for the brother because I'm like, man. <laughs> 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 that shit happened so fast, baby. I'm so lost. I'm like, uh. <laughs> once you got ready to get them stats, I don't think he was ready for that. Mm-mm. I really don't. I don't think he was ready for that. Uh, and yeah, your connection went out a couple times, like to the point where you literally had to leave and come back. So I don't know, you know what I'm saying, if you knew that or whatever. But chill. Yeah. Nah, because I was too busy reading the damn stats. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I wasn't even touching my phone. And I know for a fact I had to come out of one room, click exit, and come back like three times. Mm. So it was hard to follow along with this particular show. So I'm going to come back for the repeat so that I can see if I maybe missed something. Because, yeah, that shit went fast. I'm in shock. Much love to you, Smith. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I ain't in shock. <laughs> I'm not. Excited. I t- if you if anybody watched the show last night, they'll tell you. I said I don't. It ain't gonna go like slight. I know that. 
I got my popcorn. I really thought I was gonna get. I'm like, damn, he didn't even last one round. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, now we got to do better than this. Absolutely, absolutely. That's all I wanted. All right, I appreciate it. Bye. All right, peace. Hello, who am I speaking with? Hey, Princella, this is Renita, also known as Roxy. Hey, Roxy. <laughs> hey, Tell me what listen, happened on that end. Girl, I'm screaming. I'm screaming. You are the damn real deal. Here's what I appreciate about you. I mean, there's so much I appreciate about you. But this is somebody in your porn, in your poetry club, but it don't, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. He brought some bullshit. Right. And he shut it down. I mean, don't, I mean, you stand on what you believe. You stand on your principles. And you, you tell him ahead of time, we're not going to go there. And he still wants to go there. Mm-hmm. But I just have so much respect for you for shutting his ass down. And knowing that this is somebody that, you know, you have an association with, but that doesn't matter because you still speak the truth and you are true to yourself and you are authentic. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I'm just screaming. I just, I so appreciate you and everything you do. Thank you so much. And again, you're welcome. Fantastic show. Fantastic. That's that's all I need. I just wanted to say that, that you, I just admire you for being able to do that. Because sometimes it can be, you know, if you know somebody or they're an associate or friend, a family member, you know, you might take it easy or, or, or maybe mince your words, but you don't do that. You, you're, you're just, I just really appreciate your authenticity and, and you blowing up. I mean, you, you're just blowing up. I'm just happy to be along for the ride. Yes, indeed. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Yeah. Listen, man, I'm not going to back down for nothing, right? That don't mean that I can't get along with a person, right? But I know, I know boundaries and I know how I need to deal with a person, right? And I already know I already knew how that conversation was going to go. I mean, I keep telling, and that's why I'm like, man, I don't want to have this conversation, right? I don't want to have this conversation because I don't want to have to. Unknown caller. Because I know how I'm going to come. Hello, who am I speaking with? Hey, it's Diana. Hey, Diana, how you doing? Good. Better than uh, old boys. Better than oh boy, I I knew it was going. I I knew it was all bad. <laughs> you know how, like on BT movies and stuff when the when the, uh, when the guy get knocked out or something. I was like you wonder. I wonder how I ended up right here. You know, they like sitting there. Yeah, I, his moment was when he was like a handful. I was like, yep. yep. I bet you're wondering how you ended up here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yep. like, I knew when he said handful. I, yeah, it was all downhill from there. Yeah, because you're not finna sit up here and act like it's just a few dudes when you got whole motherfucking organized multi-billion dollar organizations of sex crimes and all kind of stuff at the hands, and they all, and it's all over the news what these dudes are doing, and you just gonna say a handful of them? Exactly, and even not even on that large of a scale. I promise you, if he got a daughter, mm-hmm. he like. Stay away from these niggas. Make sure you don't do this and that. He is 
if, if it was just a handful of dudes, it wouldn't be all these strict restrictions and people walking around right. and guns and crime pictures and all of this. There's a reason that you're doing all of this. And if it's only, you know, every once in the blue moon, you wouldn't be doing all this extra stuff. It wouldn't be, oh, my daughter's not dating until she's 30. And she, no, because why? Why would you want, if everybody, if most men are just these wonderful people and is just going to do her right, why are you so concerned about who she bringing home? Exactly. So, yeah, that whole, when he said it's a handful, and <laughs> I love seeing Aquarians Aquarius. Yeah. I just love what we're doing. <laughs> I just love seeing it. Because we, we really do be trying to not, you know, because we don't be trying to hurt people but we we don't have no middle ground right. either we not gonna say nothing at all or we're going for the jugular right and he just kept pushing like we don't have we're not real diplomatic like that we humanitarian so when you coming for the people that are getting picked on we got to stand up right it's just what we do we, we can't we don't have a middle ground we're not going to politically correct you we're not going to can hold you you know you and you know you wrong that's the other thing it's like when we we know you know that you're wrong right but see we, here's we the thing dudes that look good and, mm -hmm. and 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 financially got they stuff together or they got they got nice style they feel that they got the right to dedicate their message to women as if they are the fucking prize you are not a prize if you're talking like that. Any exactly. man that ain't listening to what the fuck I'm saying, you are not a prize. I don't give a fuck how much money you got. I don't care what kind of car you drive. I don't care about none of that shit. Can you be a good goddamn human? Exactly. And again, you're not telling your, I promise you're not telling your daughters it's only a handful of men out here who fuck who will fuck you over. Right. I promise you're not telling your daughters that. Mm-mm. You don't tell your little sister that, oh, go ahead and date all the boys in your school because, you know, out of 500 boys, only five of them are going to be, you know, exactly bad. So the odds of you running into one is slim to none. Go take your feet. Like, no. Like, yeah, it's 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 the. Um, it's the insulting of my intelligence for me. Like, don't come over here and insult my intelligence, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. But for me, he, yeah, I don't know how much of it was. Cause it, like the um, lady said, it was an issue where the video like paused or like it's thawed out. So you had to go out and come back in. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that was an issue. But like you said, if he really, if it, if it was like that kind of technical difficulty type stuff, he would have called back. Right. So, yeah. When he when he called you when he when he requested these statistics, and you like, cool, let's do it, let's go. Mm -hmm. He didn't, he went ready. Like he tried to call your bluff. Yep, that's what. But he did. yeah, he tried to call your bluff. But like, bro, if that's what you want to do, let's do it. Let's do the numbers. Let's let's crunch the numbers then. If that's where you want to go, if you want to if you want to play stupid. Mm -hmm. And pretend like like women, like nobody um nobody runs away from a happy situation. Facts. Nobody runs away where they're being treated like a goddess. You know, nobody does that. Mm -hmm. A dog, a hamster, I know to stay there when you're doing good by it. Right. 
like um what is it what is it uh where the slave where the white people used to um say the slaves when the slaves ran away from slavery was crazy draco maybe yeah, i think yeah yeah. yeah yeah that's what they like that's what they're trying to say women got basically mm-hmm. yeah i ain't, like, got, I ain't uh, got time for that i'm not gonna sit up here and let a male tell me what is best man fuck all that i know what i want i know what make me happy and i know what i know that women ain't the fucking problem in these goddamn relationships no 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 not like that like again humans gonna human so you allow for human but again nobody is running away from a serene peaceful life not even like a um like you said about money and cars just like serene and peaceful where you can be your you can literally be out here being yourself mm-hmm. and you're encouraged to be that nobody is running away from that no no ain't nobody running away from that that's why all this shit is bullshit this, this is why y'all see this is why i don't listen to me i don't care who the, i ain't listen to them they ain't got shit they don't have <laughs> right. shit to say that i want to hear because it's all rooted in bullshit it's bullshit and like they they tell men that marriage is like this um i don't know death sentence for them mm-hmm and then they tell women that I, and I think that's a big part of why the divorce rate so high because you feed this fantasy to women like all of your dreams are going to come true once you get married mm-hmm. <laughs> not realizing like you said you signed it you basically uh, more often than not you're signing yourself up for uh hard labor <laughs> absolutely absolutely well i sure appreciate you giving me a call let me answer these other calls i thank you all right i'll see you tomorrow all right all right Hello. Hello. We still live. This is Princella. How we doing? Oh, what's up? This is Jamers Fifty Eight Gillian here. Hey, how you doing? I was. Yes, I'm fantastic. All right. So what? Um, so what I what I got out of your show is, <clears throat> uh, poor Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> So what I got out of that was he, you said about four things what causes women to divorce, you know, to put up the divorces, right? Yeah. You said three things. I said three yeah, things so and said, then I just turned around and I told him that what I saw earlier. I'm like, well, hell, look, look what happened today. You, me, These men are infecting their wives with fucking HIV. That's, and so I, I just put mm-hmm. my and so he wanted to focus on the last thing that I said when that wasn't even exactly. the core. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. So the thing is, you told him those four things, but he picked out the 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 husband infecting the wives part. So I'm like, okay, it's either those three other things that you mentioned went in one ear and out the other, mm-hmm. or that particular thing he mentioned kind of hit home somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's where I got it. And that's had me chuckling like, wait a minute, he ain't talking about the other three things. Why is that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> because his th- the thing is, he knows that the, the HIV part of it is mm-hmm. a small portion of it. So he wanted to paint that it, that's just small. That ain't no real reason for women... Sir, what about the other critical reasons, the other 
three reasons which were more of a main reason. There's a 97% mm -hmm. increase in the chance of a divorce when men don't help with housework. Right. You know. So mm -hmm. it's th this this is the type of manipulation and game that I try to put women on. Listen, watch them. They all going to do this. don't matter what they look like. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for having me on here. I, you know, this is a man, so. Yes. <laughs> just, <laughs> I appreciate so, it. thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Francilla, hey, how you doing? <laughs> what's up, girl? <laughs> I'm doing good. It's beautiful out here in Hawaii. Listen to the show. It did cut out a couple of times, but check this out. When this dude started, he he went in right away talking about, well, actually, you know, there's 2.5 women to every one man. You know, he trying to flex right away with his poor statistic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, that that didn't even make any sense based on what you were saying about the 70 million men right. that were in excess due to infanticide and femicide in, in, in these eastern countries, Near East and Far East. Right. So right away, you could tell that he had already armed himself with his Kevin Samuels University talking points to come on your show. Right, yeah. So he should get himself embarrassed, you know. So, I mean, I think, you know, you did hold back um, in the beginning. You were trying to, you know, give him the opportunity not to go there, mm -hmm. you know, and let him know that, hey, you know, I really want you to talk about yourself and your, you know, you know, your what you did to enhance your personal, you know, growth or whatever. But he he was insistent. He wanted to go there. So he got what he got. He got flamed. Yep, that's it. And I'm glad you shut him down. I'm glad you muted him because guess what? If you was on their platform, they would have did that to you. They would have muted you. They would have shut you down and shut your voice out. It's about time for us women to stand up for ourselves. And, you know, you're leading that, that charge. And, you know, we want to we wanna definitely thank you for that. I'm one of those divorced women who got divorced in her late 50s mm -hmm. after being with a man for 20 years and, and, you know, keeping him in his career guided and all that. And yes, we had money and, you know, but money ain't everything. Just because you make over 100K or whatever the case may be, that, that doesn't mean you have character. Right. So him coming on, boasting about that. You know, and he talking about, well, my circle of friends. Okay, we're talking about maybe 10 or 20 niggas. I'm sorry, 10 or 20 people. Right. Um, 10 or 20 people, vice, how many millions of women looking for eligible mates right. and, and can't it, find it? And, and that's so funny because that don't he even gonna, make sense. He gonna, he gonna talk about the 70 million excess people that's <laughs> over there and gonna try to paint it like that's a small outline. That's an extreme. Right. But you gonna talk about the little 20 friends that you got. These niggas that you got. <laughs> Girl, I was like, what? <laughs> okay, he don't really know what he get ready to be. <laughs> then he gonna dare you to pull up. He, first of all, he should have never mentioned that, you know, the fact that women divorce men as if to say, we're supposed to stay in these unhappy marriages where infidelity is rampant and you know it's not something that's being it, it, we consent to it's different if you consent to being in that type of relationship it's a whole nother thing when somebody's telling you 
dad loyal to you and faithful to you and all that, and then they out running around with every other woman. And then one more thing I want to say, and I'm going to hang up. When he talk, started talking about the HIV statistics in the black community, it's easy for us to go look at that, which I did while he was on the phone. Right. And what I found was the female to male trans, transmission rate in the rate in the black community is two times lower than it is from the male to female. So what is that telling you? Right. That they get so he, he need to get his facts straight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and I mean, that's only what common sense would tell you. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to go on. I'm going to get off of this. Well, common sense would tell you that being that most mostly black men are incarcerated and a lot of them are um, catching that disease from prison and then bringing it back home to their wives and girlfriends. That because it's a large statistic that's incarcerated and doing that, that the number is much higher for man to woman heterosexual transmission. Is he stupid? Right. That only makes sense. Like, I was like, at least use some common sense. You know, don't try to come in here with some other dude's talking points. You know, that person done passed away and you still counting on their talking right. points. Right. You need to go find some different talking points. The shit that really irked me was him talking about he do these these uh speaking engagements and most of them women man oh, men man. need to stop talking to women man and then my no but you know what women and i'm not finna let you talk to my motherfucker bitch i'm the pimp in this motherfucker leave my bitches right Come talk but, to but you know what you know what if, yeah. if, first of all like you say and i don't mean to steal your talking point but it's not men that need to stop talking to women. It's women that need to stop listening to these men. Yeah. Why are you listening to this nonsense? Mm -hmm. If we don't listen, they don't got no platform. Because we make up the majority of their platform. Why are we edifying their garbage and their nonsense? We could be, like you said, edifying each other and building communities. Taking, putting that money in each other's pocket. Fixing our communities. Tending to our children in the right way. We don't need to be edifying them with our, with our dollars or edifying their message. Right. No. So, girl, <laughs> you got me on. I I've been listening to you in secret. I ain't even supposed to be on social media like that. But you you got me on it, listening to you and being proud that I listened to you and understanding that you know this situation in terms of patriarchy is not fair to to women, and we do bear the brunt of a lot of raising the children, keeping a job. You want me to go fifty fifty, raise your kids, cook clean pay for everything and then you're still gonna cheat on me in the end right and i'm gonna end up alone anyway <laughs> yeah, exactly and <laughs> what's you, the point and you heard you heard you heard the uh attorney within two years of the wife dying yep. the, they often married again that tells exactly. you that they only use it right right and you could easily be replaced so all that love cherish and honor that that's not they that that they maybe don't mean that <laughs> you know like you said when you when you had slide on last week he's a rare breed mm -hmm. he's not somebody that and slight sounded like the type of person who is self actualized mm -hmm. and a lot of people women nor men get to that to that point in their life so you know it just those pickings is slim <laughs> right absolutely you know so. But I'm gonna let you go. I know you got to get some other calls in. But thanks for thanks for uh, letting me get on and, and speak to you, speak my mind, and, and keep on doing what you're doing. We love it. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> All righty. Bye. Bye. Yeah. 
Krista say, this ain't the Sean show. Priscilla is the epitome of fuck around and find out. Yes. Yes. Take heed. Please take heed. Because here's the thing. When I, people that I bring on to my show, I want to show them respect. Right? I want to show my guests respect. I don't want my conversations with my guests that I invite on the show to be like that. But when you come here and challenge my purpose with the creator that sent me here to do, baby, it's no motherfucking, it's no, it's all the gloves is off. Guest or no guest, invite or no invite. You come up here and you start tapping into my territory, what I'm, the cause that I'm fighting for, I got to shut you down. I don't, see, I'm going to show you how emotions don't run shit. No, 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 no. I'm not going to let my connection with somebody determine how I'm going to stand on my principles. That, that, that ain't going to happen. All right. And I already knew, I know what type of person he is. And this is one of the reasons why I really didn't want to have that conversation with him. Cause I already knew I wanted you to talk about personal development, but you know what? They don't want to Unknown caller. Let me get my message to women. Hello, who am I speaking with? Michelle, it's Nevada. Hey, Nevada girl, how's it going? <laughs> Fantastic. How are you? Fantastic. Awesome. What you Listen, got? Listen, I have, you know, I'm in there moderating. Mm-hmm. And there are times when the guys are on that I come across the same body experiences as my ex when I, could, I couldn't put my hand on it. Mm-hmm. But you're you know something insidious just happened. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. And uh, I believe everyone was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt and listen to what he was going to say or how he's going to start out. When he gave that analogy about the skin, and you you look at the path and not the trees. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that. But as it went, he said, you know, we need to come to some solutions. I knew it was going left right there. It it took a hard left. And that just left me like, he, like, this type of person was cultivated this whole image to be, you know, the smoke screen. Mm -hmm. When he started rolling his eyes, shaking his head, cutting you off and all of that. It was like I knew it was over. It wasn't even about specifically the things he was saying because that was very overt and in your face. But that analogy was like put it in the realm of for me, the future faking, Mm -hmm. gaslighting, and like just trying to throw you off the scent because it made no sense to say come to solutions if you don't if you're gonna then 
go around the back door and start saying, well, women need to do this and women need to do that and women, 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 women. That, like, <laughs> I wanted to thump him in the forehead through, mm -hmm. through the computer. Just, you know, it just goes to show how insidious this sabotage and the gaslighting can be. Mm -hmm. Something as simple as a little analogy about skin, but he already setting you up for the okie doke. Right. And I even commented before he took that hard left, that was a good analogy. Because like I said, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But if you, and I've been in the position as a woman dating somebody and it's only on the back end is when you realize where they set you up to knock you down. Right. right. And as the comments was going, you know, I had mentioned, I thought you, I thought it was going to come up when you were reading the stats about how they prepare women who just found out they have cancer, that you probably going to end up getting left and going through a divorce while this process is happening because the men are most likely to leave. Mm -hmm. And the fact that within two years, the men are married again. And I literally was sitting here like, damn, my cousin was married within about two and a half years of his wife dying of cancer. Mm. My older brother is engaged and about to get married and I don't think it's been three years since his wife has passed away from cancer. Hmm. And just like like just how real and when you say really piercing the veil like this is so real to me like I'm shaking as to this is just how they operate. Like they have no choice. Like, they, they can't even help themselves. Right. You know, and I thought about it. If I had a married the knucklehead I was talking to, I would be, I, I don't know. I, if I didn't hurt him, I probably would have hurt myself because that's how insidious the breakdowns were. Mm -hmm. the, the tearing me down. The things of that nature where he got violently sick and ill and had to have emergency surgery. Jumped in the car and drove to Alabama from a phone call. Baby, I'm, I'm hurting. Go to the hospital. I'll be there. Took me to a procedure. Dropped me off. Wasn't at my house more than 10 minutes before he brought me home. Left. Wow. Oh, if, we, you, know, if, you, if you feel blah, 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 make sure you call the doctor. Actually, I was in pain and crying on the bed because the seatbelt had uh, pressed into my stomach on the way home. Mm. No comfort. No care. Didn't hold my hand, was not emotionally there. Take some time to make sure that I was okay. Less than 10 minutes, and he was in his truck headed back to Alabama. And it just, like, seeing that guy, and as well as he put together, and how the mask fell that fast, it just, I don't know, in my heart, I'm like, you know what? I am on the right path. As I told you, you came around to me at the right time. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm so thankful, one, that I get to, like, pull and, and, and I hope add to your strength and what you're doing for women and being able to support you, you know, in the chats and make sure everything stays to the divine place that you're trying to create for us like 
it, it I want you it, like it's just such a blessing to be a part of what you're doing and then holding that space for the women in the chat making sure that they're safe making sure that they have a safe space making sure that they're taken care of but I just wanted to point to how insidious that analogy was a, a, a ploy mm -hmm. like to set us all up for the okie doke I, I just so I just, I just want to thank you. I just wanted to put that in and let people, let the ladies know it can happen just that slick. Just that slick. Yeah. Absolutely. Keep your head on the swivel. Don't, you got to get out of the romanticized idea of finding this extraordinary man. Because right. a lot of people in the comments section was real quick to say this a real man just based off the poem. They, yes, they were. They were. Yeah. Just based off the poem. It's that easy to deceive these women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, that's one of the reasons why I let men come on my show. I don't care who they are. If you want to come on, I'm willing to let you come on. It's not because mm. I want to give a fuck what you got to say. I know you finna expose yourself. Right, right. And that's all I want. All these dudes that keep talking about they good, I want you to see the good that come out the self-proclaimed good guy. I want you to see the, 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 the true nature and the true thought process that come out of the self-proclaimed good guy. The one that'll tell you to choose better as if he the motherfucking better choice. Right. And that's, that's also, I think, what's... Um, I'm getting emotional about it because... Uh, uh, another point opened up for me today about that last relationship was that the, we we got together and it was you know me believing this was someone that I would be able to grow with and having children was something that was important to me or that I wanted to have and at the time I just turned 43 so you know in the medical field they're gonna call me geriatric pregnancy right mm -hmm. but it wasn't out of the realm of possibility and then just before i found you it just kind of he blurted out in a phone call one day like he wasn't having sex with me because he didn't want to get me pregnant and he didn't want to have any more kids and i was like wait a minute what mm -hmm. like this this is <laughs> what we here for um and i just felt like it was to me it felt like that was payback for possibly rejecting him years ago mm -hmm. like and i told you before like he played that long game right. and now here i am i'll be 46 in two months and it ain't out of the realm but it is not something that i would want to even be looking for right now to meet somebody and be call myself having a kid right but it was just like that insidiousness was what i always felt in that relationship and I couldn't put my finger on it mm -hmm. and it was like I got to the point or I got to the point with him that he waited me out so it would be almost damn near impossible for that to be a thing for me right and it pissed me off today so I think that's why that part with him mm -hmm stuck out to me so much more than the stuff that was coming out of his mouth because there was a lot of insinuation behind that analogy that a woman's mind would attach onto that she's got a partner in this thing. Mm -hmm. 
that she's got somebody who's going to be looking to support her and um, <clears throat> be a decent fucking person. Right. So that's, that was like all I had to say about that. But, um, you know, I work with my foster kids, so it, 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 I have it in my head and I'm creating it for myself. It's more than one way for me to be a mother and to play a mother and role for children. And, um, and I have power in that, even though I'm emotional right now. Right. But I just wanted to share that with you. And thank, thank you for what you're doing. And I always got your back. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm sorry that you had to go through that, you know, and experience that, that I just, I just want women to stop having to go through this stuff because it's truly unnecessary. Right. But they don't know it's unnecessary because they really they programmed, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Because mm -hmm. I tell and I tell guys all the time, like you just be honest. How you know she ain't down for the, you know, getting it in when she want to. You ain't got to lie to her. You ain't got to right. do all this stuff. Women are we're not that fragile. Because if that's all we want from you, that's all we gonna give you. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. But they swear up and down. No, nah, you don't mean that. You don't mean it. But you ain't never tried to fucking be honest. Right. Absolutely. I sure appreciate right. you calling in about it. You're welcome. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Yep. Yep. Be ready for the book club. <laughs> it's going to be lit tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I won't. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye. All right. Niasha. I wish I could call in. But I live in Germany. Thank you. Super chat, 20 pounds. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm telling you, we got, we got people all over the globe. I can't wait till my next, my next workshop. I know the next workshop going to be jumping, jumping. Ooh. Listen, I sure hate that. I sure hate how it turned out tonight because I didn't plan for it to go this way, but it went this way. Um, I'm willing to take two more callers if uh, people want to call in and then uh, I'm going to let y'all have it tonight I just really wish we could have stuck to the book had them do three poems and give us a life story about willpower and self-determination that's really what I wanted to hear that's really what I want to talk about <laughs> Lord have mercy please do not please do not come here and flame yourself because I'm not going to back down. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. And if it, if, it, if it fuck up a connection, it fuck up a connection. <laughs> it was meant to be outgrown in a damn way. Right? That's how I see it. But anyway, check it. Uh, look. Time is winding down. I'm finna move. One more week, baby, and I'm moving to my new place. That's right. I'm moving to my new place. Then we're going to be doing uh, first this weekend, all of, all of the people who are um, in my book club this, this coming weekend. We got the Trauma to Triumph Summit. Y'all need to sign up and show up and, and, and listen to us speak on this narcissism stuff. Okay, all right. So I'll be doing a tra uh, trauma to triumph 
Summit coming this Unknown caller. Sunday. Hello, who am I speaking with? Hi, Priscilla. <laughs> I just called. This is Candace speaking. Apologize. My name is Candace. Hey, Candace. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm speaking to you, Priscilla. I'm just a fan, and um, we're calling to send my love in direction. And just, just stay fabulous, man. We love you out here, you know. And admire what you do. I, I just don't know. It's just amazing to see what you're doing because, like, when that guy was talking, like, towards the end, I'm just getting frustrated, like, frustrated and. I didn't. I didn't like that. I didn't like that feeling. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm just getting frustrated for for Priscilla. I'm like, who am I? She got this, you know. She got this. So it's it's just um it's just amazing to to see what you do and just just stay fabulous, man, and 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 keep on going. You know, that's that's really just all I wanted to say. There's, really, there's nothing much to say about the the gentleman that was there, but just to send my love towards your direction as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. All right. And so, yeah, we got the, so make sure y'all come to the trauma to triumph, um, workshop. I mean, uh, summit that's going to be held on the 30th of this month. All right. And you can sign up. I think Lottie might've put it, put it in the, the comments or in the chat. Uh, you can check that out on my website. Go sign up for that. It's a free event. Um, want y'all to show up. Okay. Then I'll be having the meet and greet in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia, I'll be having the meet and greet. If you in the ATL area, please stop by and holler at your girl. If you are also in the ATL area, on the 14th, I'm doing my first live workshop around the five components of love, right? I'm going to show you that men are incapable and you will never see love broken down like this by anybody. I'll be reading the cash apps and everything before, I mean, at the end of the announcements, right? Uh, so make sure you sign up for that. You can sign up for the live workshop on my website as well. Okay. I will be doing a virtual workshop one more before the end of the year after we do the live workshop. I ain't decided what date I'm going to do that yet because I got to get through November. And once I come back, I'll be able to better determine how everything is going to go for the rest of the year. So once we come back from that, then I'll be able to set a date for um, the live workshop. Okay. 2023 is going to be the year, y'all. Y'all are here with me at the beginning of the beginning of a new paradigm shift. And it's about to hit the fan. And I'm so glad to know that you all are here at the beginning to watch this and, 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 and ride along, right? So um, let me, I already hit one of them uh, super chats. Um, Nayasha 
had the super chat. I don't know if anybody else sent the super chat while I was reading them statistics, but that um, if you did, thank you. Okay, let me uh, read these. So we got Kristen Hooker. She just sent twenty dollars for another one. Bites the dust. <laughs> it's too easy, baby. It's too easy. It's too easy. Hello. Damn. Uh, shit. Lost the. Lost it. Oh, there you go. This is crazy. Oh, shoot. Okay. All right. So we got Kristen Hooker, another one bites the dust. Uh, $20. Renita Crawford, $20. Hazel Jones, thank you for all that you do. $10. Monique Holmes, $50. And Shakita Bryant, $20. Thank you. And Nayasha, why are women so bitter and angry? Two dollars. Reason why is they are poisoned by patriarchal philosophy. That's why. That's why. Now that's a lot. There's a lot of details about how. How. Women got that way though, and 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 the things that are working, on a level to keep her that way, right, right. So. It's a lot of work that got to be done, y'all, and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And it's all going to begin with these workshops that I'm doing. I'm telling you, it's the workshop and it's this damn concept I got called love that's the core of fixing women, right? But listen, y'all, we had an interesting night. It turned out all right in the end. And for those who are part of the book club, please show up 15 minutes early so we don't be there all day come in if you if you're on time you're late if you're early you're on time because let me tell you something this is not just a club to hang out y'all this is a personal development thing so make sure you on top of your game if when I when we do these books, make sure you have all your materials. Make sure you have all your materials. Make sure you show up on time. All right. As as a woman, my mother was always angry and whipping me. That's patriarchy. That's why. Patriarchy has affected the entire world. Right. We gonna work it out though. We gonna work it out though. <laughs> all right. Make sure you come ready to learn, open mind, and astute. Be on time. All right. Look, thank y'all. Y'all have a great night. You hear me? <laughs>